Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, we talk about, um, you guessed it, the Super Bowl and what we think is going to happen. It is Super Bowl 58. I cannot believe it. Time is going by way too quick. I get on Instagram and they show flashbacks of the anniversary of every Patriots Super Bowl win, right? Super Bowl 49 is nine years ago. We are at Super Bowl 58. I cannot believe how quick time is going and uh, it's scaring me a bit. This is a great podcast. It is, of course, probably the last podcast we do this year until September when we come back. Uh, we have been doing this podcast, some iteration of myself, Benny, Stephen, Greg, Tyler Roach, Ty Carlton, Calvin, a uh, lot, lot of guests we've had on throughout here since 2019. Since 2019, it's 2024, uh, before the pandemic started is when we started this podcast. Obviously, with Sports with Sterling, now it is Backseat Quarterbacks. And uh, I can't appreciate the listeners and thank the listeners enough. You guys uh, are the reason we keep doing this. If we didn't get listeners, we would stop doing this. So thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, Before we talk football, we go down a little bit of a weird place where we talk about holidays. I don't know what happened there, but we kept it in because it's fun. And uh, Greg made uh, some good points, some funny points. Steven, of course, always makes good points. And uh, I'm just there for the ride and kind of trying to guide the discussion. But I do want you to listen to this podcast because I think you will make money either if you agree with me or you bet against me the entire way. Either way, you have a good chance to make money this weekend. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. I've been on a cold streak in football. I think I bounce back here. We shall see. So without further ado, I just want to thank everybody that listens again. I really appreciate it. Uh, We need to get sponsors here. So uh, let's try to get sponsors next season. That's the goal. We are going to add a video component next season. We are going to add a TikTok component next season. We are going to make this as big as we can make it. We're going to try to blow this up. So without further ado, for the probably the last time until maybe the mock draft or maybe the first round reaction or maybe uh, until next season, who knows? You might see us around, but for the last time until sometime, here is Gregory. Fellas, we are in Super Bowl week. We have not talked for about a week since the outcome of the AFC and NFC Championship games, but we do have a Super Bowl. It is the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid and the boys versus Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, Kyle Shanahan, and the San Francisco 49ers. How are you doing, Steven? Oh, doing fantastic. Only one How more are you game, doing, though. Greg? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Already on to a, a, a tough start. <laughs> Already off. Go, Greg. Go, go, go. Awesome, Greg. Greg, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be back with you boys and very excited to talk about this game. Hey, I'm excited to have you guys with me. Uh, it is Tuesday, February 6th. We're recording usually a day early. Big news day. Uh, of course, Toby Keith passed away, RIP, to one of the greatest beer-drinking artists there is. Uh, Drake's penis leaked online. Wow. Wow. All I can say, Greg did not want any of that. Steven, he wanted the whole hog. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, other things happen throughout the day. But we have a Super Bowl matchup. That's what matters most. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, how's life been in the last week, fellas? Anybody want to take good. that? Been good. I always kind of dislike this week, but I guess it's needed as we try to detox in advance for the NFL drought that's about to occur throughout the spring and summer. Um, I think the NFL knows that we are um, going to be in for a long few months, and I'm excited for this big crescendo with the Niners and the Chiefs uh, before that long NFL drought comes upon us i'm sad how about you steve yeah. what'd you do this last week you party a lot the i feel like i used to actually care about the pre like interviews and stuff like but i feel like nowadays we kind of get to see everything from all the players so i don't care about watching any of those interviews they just ask the same 12 stupid different questions to the same people um, i haven't seen one clip from like interviews or them getting there or the pre- i haven't seen anything and i'm glad because that stuff's stupid okay I'm the same way. I don't care about media week at all. All I care about yeah. is the games. And uh, we have one coming up on Sunday, and I cannot wait. Uh, good news. Good news, Greg. I know you've been waiting to hear about this. Taylor Swift will be at the game, supposedly. She'll be able to make the trip from uh, Tokyo to Vegas and and get there, be in attendance. A lot of prop bets for Taylor. And uh, honestly, if I'm her, 
I'm telling all my friends, this is what I'm wearing. I'm going to the hardest odds. I think it's 20 or 20 to one that she wears green. It's going to be a green sweater for me when I get off that jet, if I'm Taylor Swift, but uh, I am not her. And I guess her friends probably don't need the money. Blake Lively. I don't think she's struggling that much, but maybe Jackson Mahomes can get a couple dollars out of this. You know, I think he, I think he'd be yeah. props. Uh, or Patrick Mahomes senior. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. He needs it. Do you want yeah. money? Yeah. Third DUI, you know, I, I think after you get, I think three should be the magic number where you probably don't get your no, life it, back. It's, it's his, uh, it's actually his fifth DUI. It's only his third DUI, like arrest. <laughs> yeah, you get oh. two two freebies when you got that last name and you played in the MLB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Three of them are arrest. Is he going to be at this game? Anybody know that? Uh, I don't probably think so. Probably stay away. Probably, probably stay, keep his uh, distance. I don't think so. Yeah, and I remember in the lead up to the Super Bowl, he was, he was talking about how he didn't want to be in the box with Taylor Swift. Really? And yeah, yeah. He, he he's kind of a weird guy. Kind of an angry dude. Angry I don't know. Yeah. I think he's, he's like, got some issues. He's like that dad who like wanted to like live through his child, but then his child exceeded any expectations he probably <laughs> even had for himself. And now he has yeah. to live with that. I think you've got a good point there. I think, uh, you know, obviously playing in the MLB is a big deal, but, Patrick has far exceeded whatever his dad ever did. And now his dad's just kind of drinking a lot, apparently, and getting in trouble. Me and Patrick Mahomes yeah. are, uh, are very similar in the in the first aspect. Uh, we both drink a lot. I haven't gotten in trouble yet. Keyword yet. Also, I, I will have the audience know, and Greg can attest to this, 24-hour, I went 24-hour sober. I really did it. I did it. People Shut said it couldn't out. be done. I did it. I showed I showed Greg. I showed all. I showed the world. The yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of money lost all across the country after you completed that 24 hour span my friend yeah my first sober day the over under was like may 15th so uh <laughs> kind of blasted through that you know february what was it fourth i'll never forget that day <laughs> i'll never forget that day uh don't worry i'm drinking again anyways uh the game is on sunday it's four days away I think the Super Bowl. This isn't. This isn't a hot take. I think Super Bowl should be on Saturday. I really do, because um, Sunday, you know, it's a party. Then people have to go back to work. Some people that work, of course. Greg, I know you're not net, having fun on Monday. Uh, me myself, I'm. I'm probably just going to turn it into a week long bender. But uh, I, Super Bowl should be on Saturday. You get two weeks before. Well, but anyways, I yeah, I agree with that sentiment. Or alternatively, Super Bowl Monday should just be a national holiday, mm-hmm. like. Maybe tie it into MLK Day or something like the oh, uh, code. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying it's a, you know, it's a possibility or President's Day or whatever holiday, or just make it a standalone holiday where it's Super Bowl Monday, and we allow ourselves to recover. I don't know why this is so funny. Steve, what you think about replacing <laughs> MLK Day? <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah, I've been thinking about that. I think it was a good idea, Greg. I didn't mean to get rid of. A really important holiday, you know. I didn't say get rid of it. I just said like yeah. we should have it right. be rolled into no, yeah, two. Yeah. Like you're you know right, what I mean? Right. Like I think I think football you. is more important than the civil rights activists. I didn't say that. <laughs> you're right. They're at least on par with each other. <laughs> oh, you guys are. Oh, okay. You guys are so good at misconstruing what I've said. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Um... Sterling, are you okay, brother? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm maybe actually... maybe February should just be football month. <laughs> oh uh, god. Well, I do agree we should of... make we should make uh Monday a national holiday if we're not gonna move the Super Bowl to, it should to be. Saturday. It but should be. That was, well, and that I will really say good. like a disservice to Do we have a president's day? I mean I don't think we need President's Day. No. Like what 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 is that even for? I don't know. For presidents. I know, but like, okay, like, great. We had presidents. Like, I, I don't think we need to observe them. Just like we don't need Flag Day or whatever the hell, like Arbor Day. I don't know. Sounds like you just Boxing say Day. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're just a Scrooge. I mean, what the hell? I'm not a Scrooge. I'm, 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 I'm trying to celebrate. I'm just saying. Like, there's a bunch of bogus holidays. I'm just saying. Like Labor Day. If you ever have to work on a Labor Day, that's like the biggest screw you of all. No. Oh, don't even get me into Labor Day. I mean, what is Labor Day even? Like, I get, I get. It's Labor still, Day. Like, I'll give you, I'll give you a ten-second rundown. Labor Day was created. There was a National Workers' Day that everyone celebrated in Europe. 
but it was tied to communism. So we made up our own holiday on a completely different day than everyone else in the world and, and called it Labor Day because we didn't want to be associated with communism. God bless. Oh, okay. Okay, do you guys uh, want to talk about, talk football, about football? No, I think we should I think we should talk about more holidays. Like what what are your top three holidays? We got time to fill the day, boys. Top three holidays so. are Memorial Day, Christmas. What? Valentine's. No, my top my top three holidays are Fourth of July, Christmas, probably Thanksgiving. Fourth of July is number one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the best why, holiday. It's why, in the middle of summer. Child? It's fucking awesome. You drink a shitload. Joey Chestnut. Uh, I'm, usually, I'm usually on a boat or a jet ski. So usually pretty good day. Well, I'm usually on a yacht, Steve. I don't know what you're doing. But me and Sterling always. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's what I call we always, the size of a yacht, a jet ski. Yeah. Well, we trade years. Usually we go out on Sterling's yacht because I don't know. It's a little bit bigger. bigger it's than nicer. Than it's nicer a bigger. Yeah, it's a little nicer. It's a little nicer. Um, but yeah, I I don't know that Fourth of July would be even in my top three or top five. You don't? Like I do fireworks. like fireworks. No, okay. So top three. You like fireworks? I like fireworks. That's more egregious okay. than you than you suggesting we <laughs> change MLK Day for, for football Monday. Wait, it's you don't like fireworks? I hate fireworks. No fireworks. What? Fireworks are so annoying. They're obnoxious. They make veterans get PTSD and yeah. they make dogs go crazy. I see why people in the 15th century China were amused by them, but you know I have I have technology, Greg. Yeah, we have oh, drones now, dude, Greg. I don't dude, hear a boom. fireworks are the oh sh. I I don't even know why I don't even know why you guys are saying such an egregious. What's thing your number one holiday? Fun. Can we hear that before we talk football? It's tough, but it's got to be Thanksgiving number one because I like to give thanks for all the blessings that I have in my life. Greg is so, a vegetarian, so you guys know. And Stephen, that's okay. Is I'm also, also I'm a no I'm a pescatarian, um, an American pescatarian, and so we have salmon. We talked about salmon earlier this year. A and gun I can go carrying on. American pescatarian, <laughs> yes sir, <laughs> just like Toby Keith used to sing, and uh, he's got a song about that. Um, but no, I think I think Thanksgiving is probably my favorite. Um, and then I think it would be Christmas. And then New Year's Eve. Like they're all like right in a row. I knock them out right in a row. I don't yeah, I don't know. My birthday also is in there. But that is a holiday. Your birthday is not a national holiday. Yeah. Should be. Yeah, we are all so so grateful for your birth. Oh, we actually are. We actually are. Thank and you. you know, yeah. So we do a lot of gambling okay. on this show. Um, what are the odds I get Ozempic prescribed to me on Thursday? Can we get a line on that? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say go... plus two fifty. Plus two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Like you're I, it, yeah. Like not not a not a favorite, but like I could see I could see you as a five point underdog coming up and winning. Yeah. I can weasel my way in with the with my yeah, words yeah. my word salad. Yeah, I tell well, the doctor. I'll tell you this. Yeah, I've been trying for a year. Same throat. doctor. Same doctor. I've been trying for a year. Same doctor, and he keeps Ooh. saying here's here's things to do. I'm going back there. This is this is six months. Uh, and you're playing the long game. Yeah. Oh, Sterling, I I gotta okay with that information. I gotta go like four to one. Oh, four to one. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think he's going to see through my bullshit. Steven, think, do you yeah, want to change change your odds? Yeah, I thought he was going to a different doctor each time. Yeah, I thought you were prescription yeah. shopping, my friend. I am yeah, gonna if this guy doesn't give it to me. Doctor. I will prescription shop if this guy doesn't give it to me. Yeah. Oh, okay, then this time, yeah, I'm going. I'm going plus six hundred. So, I thought yeah. you were going to like a new doctor who you found out like maybe a little lenient. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a do you have a male doctor? Yeah. You need yeah, a female doctor. That's all your sad your sad story too. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, and you're overweight, not getting it. And overweight female doctor. That's who you need to talk to. <laughs> I look for one. Uh, <laughs> if you're in the Spokane area, you you know where I can find one. Please. <laughs> you fit that criteria. Uh, right right into the show. <laughs> so. Oh, Steve, your for your three favorite holidays. Thanks for this topic, Greg. I'm super well You're welcome. Episode. Shout out. Uh, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, Halloween. There you go. I do because like Halloween this year. I went out with uh, Julie watches the little girl. We went out like I went with a kid, and we went we did trick or treating, and that made me so excited to have a kid and go trick or treating with them because that was so much fun. I, I'm going to revise that. Yeah. 
Halloween's awesome. What uh, would you go out, Steve? Would you dress up as? <laughs> yeah, dress up as anything. Oh, wait, little girl with a vampire, though. It was oh, pretty cool. That's cool. You could have been I'm excited. Also. Yeah, I'm excited for Halloween. I can't wait till we can take Kai to trick or treat. Yeah, ne- are you gonna do it next year, Greg? I don't know. I mean, I think she'll be old enough to walk for a little bit, but um, she's not gonna be probably cognizant of what's going on and why strangers are giving her candy. But that's okay. It'll just be for you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll be happy. Yeah. She's not gonna get get eat any of it because she's just yeah. The good um, news is you'll be able to get the whole family out of the house while I pipe bomb it. Trick or treat. Why does it always come back to pipe bombs? Um, yeah, but I don't know. We live on a street where there's literally no trick or treating action at all. We haven't gotten a trick or treater in the three years we've been here, and uh, so it's kind of sad. So, um, but yeah. So we got to go out there and apartment trick or treating. I've got one person came to my door a few years, like the second year I moved oh, in. Oh, I think that's great. It I think... me off. Oh, come on. Why'd it piss you off? I mean, what are you doing? Did you have candy? No. So what did you give them? A fucking knuckle sandwich. I said, get up. <laughs> I said, no, I don't have candy. I'm sorry. I popped. Yeah, I gave him a pipe pop. <laughs> uh... Grenade in the. No, I said, I don't have any candy. Uh... No, I felt bad. It's too bad. There's a dad. Yeah. But they were going. I, every- I mean, they, they started probably floor two. I live on. I live on the third floor. I mean, they probably were going bottom up. And I bet on the eleven on the penthouse floor. You know, but they had full size candy bars up there. Okay. Yeah, I think it's kind of cute that they did that because they probably wanted to meet some of their neighbors. I assume. Yeah. You know, but it's probably not the most effective method for trick or treating. I don't think people are probably expecting it. I think there's probably uh, a lot of like older retired people in your building. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta probably. go by like the Manitou Country Club. That's where you get the big candy bars. Yeah, yeah. Forever, just like, go anywhere. Like that's just a neighborhood. Um, but yeah, Manitou. Um, this is a good discussion. Kinda, by the way, I'm really happy we're doing this. This is this is gonna really. Yeah. People, people, if oh. you're still listening, thanks. People need to know this stuff. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, we're 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 digressing pretty far here. Uh, any NCAA picks before we start uh, our <laughs> football portion of the podcast? Um. Anybody but Gonzaga. They're how about awful. how about MLB? We got a, we got any uh any World Series preview? Anybody any favorites besides the Dodgers? Dark horses. Braves. I would still say the Braves because yeah, the Braves they have the best lineup. They have a better lineup than the Dodgers do. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Football. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go in the in the intro and uh, explain it too. But uh, we're gonna pick the game. Obviously, we're gonna give a wee bit of analysis. And then uh, after we all go through that, we're going to pick some props, five to 10 props each. Um, if you don't have them ready, now you can look. I'm looking at you, Steve. I think Greg already has them ready. I don't know if you if you prepared for this portion, but I'm going to talk game first. What's crazy is these are the two. You know what? I'm going to take a break, and then we're going to talk the game. How about that? That makes sense. Break it into two parts. Okay, we are back, and it is time to talk football, finally. That was a great conversation uh, about our favorite holidays, and uh, we should have that more often. Next year, when we do our football preview, we're going to talk about our favorite days that are not holidays. Uh, you know, just a random Monday. and, and uh, Actually, my favorite day that's not a holiday is the first Sunday of the year. The football year, of course. Um, okay, this game. Let's get, get into it. The 49ers are two-point favorites. It has bounced around. It opened, I think, at one and a half. It went up to two and a half. And it just kept bouncing between one and a half and two and a half. It's sitting at two right now. <clears throat> a lot of bets are on the are on the Chiefs, uh, which is pretty surprising that this line has not moved down. I think that means Vegas likes where they have this. Uh, that's not money-wise. That's percentage of bets. So I guess the money's probably closer to 50-50. But I think like 75% of the bets placed are on the Chiefs right now. The over-under is 47.5. That has gone up a few points since it opened up. I think it opened up at 45.5. I could be mistaken. Um, before the season started, I think these were two of the four favorites. I think the other two were the, the Bills and the Eagles. And it's not that surprising that they got there coming from the start of the season, but their journeys were a lot different. The Chiefs, of course, had a lot of up and ups and downs, uh, peaks and valleys. And, you know, Mahomes is just the best quarterback in football, and he finds a way to get it done. And that defense has really turned it on the, the last couple of weeks in the playoffs. With the 49ers, 
they've been kind of steamrolling teams that they had a bad three game stretch there in the middle of the season. And then of course got killed by the Ravens and like uh, on Christmas day. But outside of that, it's been pretty smooth rolling for them. They've been, they've been pretty great. The playoffs have been scary, but uh, they got it done in both those games and Brock Purdy is the reason why. So we go into this, probably the two hottest teams in football. Um, Not surprised that they got there. I did not think the chiefs would beat the Ravens, but I did not have the idea that the Ravens were going to absolutely shoot themselves in the foot with their offensive game plan. Uh, from the third series onward, but you know, that's what happens. Big moments for John Harbaugh. He did not respond. So I'm going to say this. My pick in this game is I'm taking the 49ers. I've picked against the chiefs every game in the playoffs. So why not do it one more time and hope I'm right. Uh, My analysis is pretty simple. I think the 49ers are a much better football team uh, on most positions outside of quarterback and outside of cornerback. And tight ends about a push. Travis Kelsey's been way better in the playoffs than Kittle, but I think the body of work from the season is not they're about even. So with that said, I just think they're they're a better football team. Kansas City can win this game if they dirty it up and the under hits. And that that's what I'm that does scare me because that defense has been playing lights out. And uh I talked to Greg about this off pod. I've talked to a lot of people about this. My feeling is if the 49ers play their style of football and they don't deviate from it, excuse me, like the Ravens did last week, then I think that they're going to be able to put up at least four touchdowns in this game. And I think 28 points is not really easy to reach for the Chiefs and how their offensive move, their offense moves the ball. So if the 49ers play within themselves, I like them. I think they win. I think McCaffrey or Bur- Purdy will win the MVP. And uh, San Francisco will win their first Super Bowl uh, since Steve Young back in the mid-90s. Boom. Concise. No, no, no. Whoop. Steven. Yeah, I'm going to take 49ers. Uh, I think they're going to be slow at the gate. I think they're going to have the effect of what the Chiefs had last year against the Eagles, where they're going to come out a little slower. They're going to get their game plan set up, and then they're going to control the ball in the second half. So, because the 49ers have not scored a point in the first quarter of their two playoff games so far, uh, which is not a good sign. So I think this team takes a bit to get rolling. Um, But I think the defense will show up. I think this offense is good enough to score on the Chiefs defense, which has been lights out, best defense. So like last five weeks. So I'm going to take the 49ers here. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think this is going to be a close competitive uh, Super Bowl game, which we haven't had since... I don't know. Last year was kind of close, but I mean, like Super Bowl last 50. year was a great Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that one was heartbreaking. Well, it pissed me off. You know, I had a lot of money on the <laughs> so it wasn't a great. Yeah, Super Bowl I, 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 I think we'll get like a re, another one like last year, where this is gonna be close and it's gonna come down to who makes the least, least amount of mistakes. Um, That's hopefully not me. that. Yeah, I think this one's gonna be so. Give me the Forty Niners. Uh, give me the point because it's not that much. Okay, Greg? Yeah, so we saw these two teams face off in the Super Bowl, what was it, four years ago at this point? Or was it a little bit longer? Right before COVID started. Yeah, it was, right, it was a pre-COVID Super Bowl, yeah. And so, I forgot about this um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the Niners, I think we're in control of that game for most of it um, up until the fourth quarter. And... Jimmy Garoppolo missed some passes. Mahomes made some passes. And all of a sudden, um, we've got a Chiefs victory, of course. Um, I don't think we're going to have that problem with San Francisco this year. We've got a a quarterback that knows how to play with Shanahan and what he does. And I think, like both of you said, if San Francisco can avoid the late start, it will be very advantageous to them because they do not seem to like to play from behind. They're not great at it. They really are a front-runner kind of offense. Their defense really feeds off of having a lead as far as how they play. So I think it's very imperative for them. If they win if they win the toss, obviously Shanahan's going to take the ball. Or No, sorry, he's going to probably defer. <clears throat> he always likes to have in the second half, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I would hope that Shanahan changes that and actually just takes the ball the first time because I think it'll be important for them to either get a field goal or touchdown if they can on their first possession um, to kind of just, you know, put the chiefs on their heels a little bit um, and, and hopefully 
uh, get out ahead of them. Um, but that said, I think this is going to be a very competitive game. I think the line is dead on the money. Uh, I wouldn't bet the line if if anybody out there is listening and is thinking, hey, do I take the the two with the Chiefs or do I give up the two with the Niners? Just bet the money line if you are a Chiefs fan. Much better value. Um, I think it's probably better to take the minus two with San Francisco, but I don't think the number is going to probably matter. Um, but that said, I think the Niners defense figured out some things against Detroit that um, hopefully they carry over this game. They're not going to be they're not going to be able to uh, get behind like they did to Detroit and come back. It's just not going to happen. If they do that to the Chiefs, they're they're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chiefs will strangle you out. So um, hopefully they get a quick start and uh, the NFC West rivals of the Seahawks get another. Uh, Super Bowl victory to add to their already well-established history. Mm, Yeah. They'll tie the Patriots, I think. Uh, And the, and the Steelers. Uh, Yeah. A few questions that I have before we talk props, because that's, you know, this is the only game to talk about is I'll go, I'll go to you first, Greg, and then you, Steve. So I'll I'll direct these questions. Uh, Greg key to victories for the San Francisco 49ers and for the chiefs. Um, for the 49ers, I think my one big question is Shanahan in the big game. You know, we've seen this before. I think we saw a little bit of it last week. Uh, maybe that was more the defensive coordinator, but not making a massive mistake in clock management, in um, just how we're, how we're looking at this from – from 10,000 feet up. I think Shanahan sometimes gets stuck in the moment and you better believe Andy Reid's not going to have that problem. Um, I think Purdy for him too, you can't let this moment be too big for you. You know, don't, you know, get out of yourself. You've been the guy, everybody believes in you. You just got to go out there, do it one more time. Don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to be a savior, but you know, go out there and prove everybody you are, you are relevant Um, for the chiefs. Um, like you said, Sterling, they got to keep it low scoring. If they let this game get into a shootout, I just don't think they can keep up. Uh, there's just there's not the receiving core there. Travis Kelsey can only do so much. He can do a lot, but at this point, I just don't think there's enough there. The, the 49ers can just kill you 15 different ways, 15 different times. And uh, if they try to get into or if they have to get into a shootout with the Chiefs, it's going to be a 49ers game to lose, honestly. So that's my my quick take. I like it. Steve, my question to you. Who, outside of the normal people we'd think of, like Mahomes, Purdy, McCaffrey, Kettle, et cetera, who is the dark horse on each team to make an impact, <laughs> to make an impact that can uh, sway, sway the game for each team? I mean, we we and the and the football media love to just talk about offense. Sometimes you just forget that uh you know, there's other people on the side of the ball there. Mm-hmm. I think J.R. Brown could make a huge impact for the 49ers in this in this game. Or Fred Warner. We're going defense, baby. Super Bowl 50 again. Little little defensive guy makes the final stand. Mm-hmm. Maybe makes two big plays and they win the game. Maybe go with some of that. And then for the Chiefs, ooh. I don't even know on the Chiefs who's gonna fucking I feel like Patrick Mahomes kind of just is everything for that team. Yeah, that'd be a hard. That's actually hard to think of somebody other than Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is it going to be Mahomes or I don't know if Pacheco like literally goes Super Saiyan like he does sometimes. Uh, he could. Everyone thinks Christian Caffrey's like the finite best, you know, running back. Uh, but I say Pacheco has shown that he could be the most downhill back guy there could be. So it's kind of maybe who can set up the better run game. So. I would say Pacheco probably for the Chiefs. I think he's their second best player. What's uh, what's uh, Pacheco's shelf life? Do you think he has like three years uh, left? Two years left? I I think I think he has two years, two years with how he runs, and how the Chiefs go through running backs. Yeah, yeah. He I heard somebody say a lot. I heard somebody say once that Pacheco runs like he's mad at the ground. I thought that was perfect yeah. description. He stomps. Yeah, he does. 
Um, I know he's getting new cleats every game. <laughs> uh, yeah, geez. I like, hey, both of you guys, way to go on that. You guys handled those questions well. I didn't, I didn't give them to you beforehand either. You got on your it's toes. True. Got on your toes. Yeah, uh, blindsided Super- us. Yeah, there you go. Super Bowl MVP odds. Uh, honestly, it's basically if you think that the Chiefs are going to win, it's pretty much the same odds to, for Mahomes to be Super Bowl MVP. I think a little better. Yeah, the Chiefs are plus 105 to win. He's plus 135 to win the MVP. So uh, that's basically the only one in consideration there. Brock Purdy is 2-1 to one for MVP. McCaffrey is plus 450. Wow. And then Kelsey. And honestly, if I like the Chiefs, I would I'd take Mahomes to win the MVP. I don't think they're giving it to somebody else. But if Kelsey has the same game that he had against the Ravens, I think he would be the Super Bowl MVP. I think he was 11 catches on 11 targets for 100 yards and the only touchdown that Mahomes threw. Uh, now, I don't think he's going to do that again, but if you do think that, you can get him anywhere from 12 to 1 to 17 to 1 on some books, which... That's the thing, though. It's like you're hoping Patrick Holmes only throws one or, like, or either quarterback to throw one or two touchdowns, and then the other person just has a big game, and yeah. then it's a low-scoring game. Yeah, that's the only way. It's true. Yeah, that's all. And then you have a defensive mix that could be in there too. If like Fred Warner, like you said, or Nick Bosa has a big game, or uh, or Lejerry Sneed, like it's a pick six on yeah. Purdy. Yeah, then that that adds a whole bunch of different things. But, Samuel is twenty five to one. Uh, Pacheco thirty to one. Rasheed Rice six, sixty to one. Then you're into the place where it's like, yeah. I mean, Nick Bosa is seventy five yeah. to one. So yeah, defense really. It like Von Miller only won it because he literally created two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, you would have to do. What was weird was when Malcolm Smith won it because honestly, that I I don't know why he I got he had the pick six in the in the Broncos Seahawks game, but uh, I feel like that could have gone to legit anybody on that defense, and they just yeah, like, or something like that has to happen. It has to be like an absolute blowout, and they're like, well, it's because it's a defense, so they just have to give it to someone on the defense. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen either. I don't think either one of those. I don't think either one of these teams have a guy they could be like that dominant, like game changing. I, I don't really feel like those kind of defensive schemes really exist anymore where those happen as much nowadays. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, let's, let's talk props. Unless you guys have anything more to say about the game. I guess this is still talking about the game, but first prop heads or tails. I'm always going head. Oh, dude, this is the, okay. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead, Steven. I, I have a, I have an opinion to share here. Uh, I think I think I picked this every year. I always picked heads because when I was a soccer captain, I always picked heads. Okay. And I, I kept track of it. I was eighty percent on my my coin tosses. Wow. Oh. Okay. And I, I respect both of your uh, respective opinions regarding betting on a coin toss. I love it. But I would submit that this is the dumbest prop anybody can bet on, and you will feel like a dummy for the rest of the game when you lose your money if it's tails and you know, whatever. Also, furthermore. The bookie is charged. I don't know what it is on, uh, you know, DraftKings or whatever. Plus but most book, oh, it's plus one hundred. Seriously? Yeah, they're okay. not doing a thing on it. There was bookies. There was bookies. I was hearing about. They were taking minus one fifteen on both sides. That's insane. Yeah. I, know. I was just like, okay, that's absolutely insane. I've seen like one hundred two and stuff, but yeah, I mean that's highway robbery. It's an awful bet either way. But um, yeah, this isn't a real prop. Like, are we going to talk about players and like actual things that? Like you can, we, you can actually. No, we usually talk about stupid ones. Well, we're gonna talk yeah. about players and stuff, Greg. Don't worry. But first, I wanted to ask yeah. this in the national anthem: eighty-six and a half seconds by Reba McIntyre, the lo- the lowest over under uh, that we've seen. We just spent the first twenty minutes of this talking about holidays. Okay, so we could talk about uh, a little coin toss. Hey, holidays matter, but yeah. Fair. Yeah, here you go, Greg. Here's a stupid one. Uh, will only words be forgotten in the national anthem? Plus nine hundred. No way. So. No way. <laughs> That's a bomb. Or minus three thousand. Or minus three thousand for now. You have to bet wow. the no every time. That's free money because honestly, they have the words on the on the on the jumbotrons. And if I'm singing the national anthem and I'm getting nervous, I'm just looking up. I'm not. Visible. She won't. Reba will show up. Reba's dude. a professional. Reba's, yeah, Reba's a pro. Um. Okay. Do you want to just go through, uh, props that we like, or um, what let's do, do like a, let's do like a round robin. Round table. Round yeah, robin. Round table. Okay. Yeah. I've texted this to you, Greg. This might. Probably my favorite prop in the in the entire game. Um, 
I will put the caveat that this is under the assumption that the 49ers win. And so this is what I think the game script's going to be. A lot of these props are kind of around that. Now, not all of them, but just I'm trying, I'm not trying to be biased on my opinion that the 49ers will win. But my favorite prop is Brock Purdy over three and a half carries at plus money. I think it's plus 120. Uh, in the playoffs so far, he has five and six carries respectively. And the key point here, kneel downs count as rushes. So if he has one scramble and then at the end of the game, they have the ball and he's kneeling it out, you can get it off that. Now, I think he's going to hit this without the kneel downs needed, but the the, the protection that I think that the 49ers is going to win the game and he's going to have the kneel downs at the end, uh, that makes me feel more comforted with this bet. I'm surprised it's three and a half. I think Purdy showed against the Lions that he can that he could scramble, and I do not think that he is going to pull a Lamar and just stop running or not run if uh, the pocket breaks down. So, yeah, that's my favorite prop, Steve. My favorite prop. Uh, you don't or need to give your favorite; just give a prop. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I was talking to defensive people, and first interception of the game, Jair Brown plus fourteen hundred. The Chiefs love breaking up their fucking their routes and stuff, and Patrick Mahomes just throwing absolute duck where someone should have been. And I'm gonna go with Tier Brown to fucking get it the first interception plus fourteen hundred. Damn. Okay. Greg, I like it. Going for the big money, Steven. Um, yeah, I really like I like both those props. Um, I really like the the pretty props I told you earlier, Sterling. I think that's a very smart um, way to go about the game. And the way that you talked about it, um, as far as you're kind of building it around the narrative that the 49ers winning, I think that's a really smart way. I think when you're doing props, for those out there listening, it's important to kind of build a narrative of how you think this game is going to go and then parse out your props from there in order to kind of to try to monetize it. Um, and in that vein, I also, I think the Niners are going to be um, at least early in the game, tossing the ball around a fair bit. And from what I've seen, um, I've, I've done okay on IU props so far this year. I've only bet them a couple times, but I think they both cashed. Um, there's a, there's a prop for Brandon Ayuk first catch over nine and a half yards. Um, Ooh, I like and that. yeah, I like that. I think it was at 120 when I saw it. And I don't, or maybe it was one, 110. But I think that if you've seen Ayuk and his connection to Purdy, all of his passes are over that. Like, like they don't throw little dinkers to him. Like, he, it's always like a 15 yard catch plus. Um, so that's one of my favorite ones. Um, I'll do another one and then we'll switch back to the round robin and, and go from there. Um, I also really like over three and a half field goals in the game. Um, and that's plus 140 right now. So there's got to be four field goals. I, I, I see this as a higher scoring game, but I think the team that both these teams can get stops, you know, bend, bend, no break type defenses. So that one I'm a little more iffy about, but I like it to go over four field goals. Uh, that actually goes uh, out of line with one of my bets, or maybe in line with one of my favorite props. Uh, I'll bounce around here too. I'm going to go to Kansas City right after this. But uh, Moody to miss a field goal is plus 210, and he has been shaky all playoffs. And I think – I'm not saying I don't think three and a half – over three and a half field goals can happen, but I do worry that if Moody misses one early, which I think he might – uh, Shanahan might start taking more risks on like fourth and three and stuff and not, not be as kick yeah. happy, which uh, yeah, that's fair, which another kicker prop that I like. And then I'm actually going to talk, then I'll say one of my chiefs props, but this, I guess this is just kind of a chiefs prop. Steven, you can go after this. Actually chiefs have the longest kick return is minus minus one sixty. Uh Harrison Butker averages touchbacks around 85% of the time. The league average is 65%. This goes in line if Moody misses a field goal or something like that. He could be a little shaky, you know, just kick one high up. I think the Chiefs are going to um, – I think the 49ers are going to not get to return a kick in this game. So I think if the – if the, or sorry, the 49ers are not going to get a return a kick in this game. So if the Chiefs get a return a single kick, this bet wins. It's minus 160. It's a little juiced. But, yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's a kind of a weird one, but I saw that. And I actually heard on a different podcast about Butker's uh, – 
touchback percentage as well. Okay. Harrison. And he's been here before. He's, he's all business. You know, Butker. Butker's business. That's what they call him. Uh, Steve? Yeah, we're going to go Mahomes under 25 and a half pass completions. Mm. Uh, he only hit that once in the postseason. 49ers run defense is a little bit shaky in the postseason. Uh, so I think they might try to take advantage of that and maybe a little less little passes, a little less passes from Mahomes. Okay. Greg, do, do you want to go with one here? Um, what's the odds? Um, I don't know the, I don't know the payout, but, um, can you look up yes or no on touchback for the first, for the kickoff? Uh, I'd have to find that, but I'm assuming it's, it's, it's terrible. It's like super juice. It's like, is it for now? It's going to be probably minus 400 or minus 600 or something. Okay. Um, because I actually like the, I like the no touchback. If the Niners are kicking, if it's Butker, he's almost always doing touchbacks. But um, with the Niners, there's often um, there's often kicks that are that are kind of like right on the edge, and get returned. So I think, yeah. So I guess this is, in a way, uh, a bit of a parlay with the coin toss and who gets the. Yeah, never mind. Let me scratch that. Um, yeah, come back to me. I need to. I need to look something up. Okay. Uh, I'll do my Chiefs one now. So this is one of my, this is actually, I love this prop. Uh, and I, I don't really, I, I don't, I can see how it doesn't hit, right? Because obviously these are, these are meant to be close, but Noah Gray over one and a half receptions is minus 115 or minus 120, depending on where you're looking. Noah Gray, I have this up right now. And he gets a couple good looks again. In the past, he got one, he only had one target against Miami, but they didn't really throw it. He had three targets and three catches against Buffalo. He had five targets and two catches against Baltimore. Um, I think the Chiefs are or the 49ers, sorry, are really going to be trying to not allow Travis Kelsey to beat them. They've been doing a lot of two tight end sets this season. Noah Gray plays a lot of downs. This isn't even something that needs to be in the game script for it to happen. You know, it could be it's literally just two catches. And in that same ilk. In that same milk. This is one where you put five dollars on it. And if you win, good for you. If you lose, it's five bucks. Uh Noah Gray first touchdown, 45 to one. And anytime touchdown, I think is either nine or ten to one. I again 45 to one means it's probably not gonna happen. But say the Chiefs have the ball in the red zone, they're bracketing Kelsey. They do a little uh play action to Pacheco. Noah Gray in the flap on the on the blitz in can happen 45 to one on that i think it's way too high for a player that actually plays like it's not uh where i'm gonna look for touchdown scores right now uh yeah so first touchdown for chiefs defense or 49ers defense is 30 to one <sighs> that's just insane to me Noah gray is right there with richie james jr and kyle use and he plays more downs than both of those by far He's below Sky Moore or Jarek McKinnon, who might not even play, or Elijah Mitchell, who only is going to play if McCaffrey gets hurt. So I just think that's a wild, a wild, um, that's a wild odds. So I like that one. But yeah, my my prop with him that I like more is one and a half receptions. I think that's two. Uh, it should be two and a half. Um, Greg, did you f- figure out your? Did you figure out your bet? Um, I'm trying to find odds. That are I got uh, one for you, Greg. Okay. Give it to me. Well, will a player record an octopus? And if you don't know what an octopus is, that means they get the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Plus 980. <laughs> I can see Christian McCaffrey Ooh. or Travis Kelsey doing that. Well, plus 980 to record an octopus. I like that. Interesting. As yeah. you keep looking. Um, no, I've got a couple. Um there's a Okay, so a fair amount of Super Bowls have gone overtime. I think it's like 25%. I could be totally wrong on that, but I think it's right around 25%, 20% have gone overtime in the history of the Super Bowl. That is not right. So go, okay, maybe not. There's only been one. I thought it was, I thought it was just the Falcons and Patriots. That's yeah, that's, a, that's Am I completely wrong? Time. That's the only okay, Super Bowl. I, I read, read something. 
Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, never mind. Disregard. You guys, I did not prepare for this segment apparently, so I guess you can edit this out too, Sterling. But you won't. I'm it'll just embarrass it. me. Um, rushing attempts for the 49ers. The total is set at 26.5. That's for the whole team. Ooh. They're going over that. They're going over that. Rushing touchdowns set at 1.5. That's plus 175 for the over. Um, What's McCaffrey to get two rushing touchdowns, though? It's the, it's the better question for that, because that might um, be better odds. I can't find that right now. I can find um, it. Him to be the first touchdown scorer is plus 400. Um, McCaffrey to score two plus touchdowns is plus 245. That's ridiculous. That's way overpriced. Um, okay, how about Gatorade color, boys? What are we picking? I don't know. W- one side before we do Gatorade, Orange. I have a lot more. I got one for you. <laughs> I'll give you this real quick Mahomes under 262 and a half yards. The last five weeks. He's at like 242, that. 215, 262, 245, 235. And since week nine, only two of his last 12 games have gone over 262. Now, I don't like betting this just because I feel like this, this is, you know, it's easy to bite you in the ass because Mahomes is great. But he is not the same. This was by far his worst season as a passer. And it's not his fault, right? Like he doesn't have the weapons there. So I feel bad doing this bet. I'm scared to bet this, but I am going to bet it just because I think it's too high. It's a bad number. And um, so, yeah, I think Mahomes, that that's just a little high for me. And I think that if they want to win the game, I don't think it relies on Mahomes throwing for, it's now 260 and a half. Wow. Okay. So it's gone down. Uh, I should have bet it before, but either or that's still close. I know it's going to, now it's going to be 261 is what, is what he ends up with, but Regardless, I think the way that they can win this game is not by him throwing for the you know the 25 completions or the 35 times. If they want to win this game, it's going to have to be long drives, including a lot of running with Pacheco. Maybe Pacheco's over carries is a good bet. If it gets into this shootout, that that basically that would describe of him having over the 25 uh, passing completions and over the two having basically 270 plus yards. What that ends up doing is saying, well, they're in a shootout with the 49ers, and I think the 49ers are going to blow that game out. So I do like the under for Mahomes, which, yeah. If they want any chance to win, I don't think he could be throwing it as as much as as much as the betting community and what DraftKings and Caesars and all these are setting it up. Yeah, one uh Steve. Uh yeah. It's the Drake curse. What team will Drake be wearing on the Super Bowl? Uh, Chiefs are minus 170. 49ers are plus 130. I think he's going to be wearing 49ers gears because, you know what, he thinks he and his big old hog are the biggest artists in the world. So he doesn't want to be getting the same kind of attention Taylor Swift, so he's going to pick the other side. And also, I went on Google Images. I could not find one photo of Drake wearing Chiefs gear. There's a couple of him wearing 49ers stuff. I will say this. As an Aubrey Angel, he actually said in his – album that taylor swift's the only person he'd move his album to lease for because of how big she is so he does respect her yeah but he just wanted to pay, pay his props so he didn't actually mean that <laughs> okay he, he put it he put it same time <laughs> uh greg do you have one here yeah i got a pizza money bet um you gotta have at least one of these i like it um so both yacht, teams man. what's that I need a yacht bet. A yacht bet? Well, this could be a yacht bet if you put enough down on it. Um, <laughs> so both teams to score a touchdown on the opening drive. What do you guys think that's lined at? 10 to 1. 15 to 1, which okay. I kind of like. I, mean, I like that too. That's, you know, put 10 bucks on it. Or if you're looking for a yacht, put a lot more. Um, I also I think five like. bucks would be pizza money. What's that? I think five bucks would be pizza money. Ten dollars. Oh, pizza like you're money. eating, dude. <laughs> uh, ever heard of Little Caesars? <laughs> hot and ready. I love hot and ready. Um, I love those things sometimes. But yeah, I do like the Mahomes under twenty six, two hundred sixty two pass yards. I think that's going to hit. Um, Ayuk's receiving yards is set at sixty three point five. I would take the over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like Kelsey. I also, 
Yeah, I do too. Um, and to be to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Purdy's under hit too. It's set at two forty five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been hovering right around there the last few games in the playoffs, and I could see Shanahan be you know kind of having a tight leash on him, especially in the first half. Um, if they you know if they're keeping it close, I don't see him going out there and letting him sling it and having, you know, Garoppolo flashbacks. Um, <laughs> so I, I really like that. McCaffrey first half touchdown is plus 140. That's probably the best line you'll get on a touchdown related to him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, Mahomes, we've been waiting for that sneak, like little bootleg where he rushes in that we've seen so many times that we have not seen this year. Mahomes first, <laughs> yeah. Mahomes first touchdown is plus twenty two hundred. So that's not a bad bet. I just don't think he's running it like that. I think that's out of yeah. the playbook. They've been in Super Bowl since then, and they just don't use him like that anymore. I know, but Reed always has a couple of tricks up his sleeve. You know, oh, great. I wish he would do that. And then Fred Warner comes over the top. He gives a nice little <laughs> pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Super Bowl early lets him go. Lets him go relax. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm trying to find it. I, a few, just one more, two more for me. Uh, 49ers over 12 and a half first, first half team total. I know this has not hit in their first two playoff games and they started slow. Don't think that they have the ability to, to do that here. So I think they're going to score two touchdowns. Uh, that is minus 110 or minus 115. I don't, I can't find it here. And then finally, the last one I've written down here, and I'm going to do more. I'm doing, I'm going to make my bets on Friday. Everything I named, I'm probably going to bet unless, uh, unless odds drastically change or something. But um, this is the last one I'm going to name. First TD jersey, first TD scored by a jersey number over 22 and a half. I love the over. If you bet the under, you're getting the QBs, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and Pacheco. If you bet the over, you're getting the tight ends and Christian McCaffrey. The tight ends meaning Noah Gray, by the way. Remember that. Mark that one down. If he scores the first touchdown, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing a victory lap. Even if even if the Chiefs win the game, or I don't I won't care about any other bet. If I had a 45 to 1. That's 45 to 1. Noah Gray, first touchdown, 45 to 1. Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought the one you just talked about was. I was like, wow, that's insane. Oh no, no, no. That one's even odds are minus one fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, that's it for my props. Do you? Uh, do you guys have any more? No, I'm all tapped out of degeneracy at this point. They need yeah, to do this for every game. Sure by the way, fire hits. <laughs> they need that's to do this for every game, though. every single game. Give me the ability to bet this stuff. How do we contact our legislators so that we can get prize picks in Washington? <laughs> mm, I need it. I, I saw 60 picks. minutes of people gambling away like the retirements and stuff. Guess what? I saw that. Good on them. Good on. They're decision. one bet away from hitting a big. You yeah. can't give up now. Yeah. What do you think I did with my student loans? Same thing. No. No, it is <laughs> sad. But guess what? If if they would have bet the other side, they, they wouldn't be complaining. I know exactly. Or knock on for all the parlays. Also, I just want to say this: that guy, the guy that they interviewed, the former lawyer that's now a fucking what is he? He's a gambling therapist. What a joke! That's my that's dream job. job. He's literally like, well, I can't. that's not your dream job, Sterling. You'd be the worst person in the world to be doing that. No, I'd say stop gambling. It's not good for you. No, he would be, you think, you know what? I was taking a, a gambling therapist. Today. He gives, he gives a lock. He's like, you come to me once you, you've been in shambles for a month. I'll give you a fucking lock. Oh no. Let me, let me, um, let me say something real quick. I was at, I was at Whistlepunk, a, a small brewery in Spokane, Washington. And I went to go pee. And I thought to myself as I was peeing, what would my life look like if I never gambled on sports? I thought about that. And then I honestly was like, well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be any it wouldn't be any different, you know. It just probably let me be calmer. Uh, I should just start taking aspirin before big football <laughs> games that I'm betting on. But uh, then I thought, like, you know, I started thinking. I think in some, it's hilarious. Like I can talk to anybody, and I know 
basically every sport that's happening in the day, like basketball matchups and hockey matchups and, and baseball matchups during this. And it's like, my mind works in a mysterious way, but when it's football, I'm just thinking, and I'm thinking in the most, I'm like rain man about this. Imagine talking to somebody in England that doesn't know what sports betting is. And we're just dropping 23 and a half yards over under minus minus one twenty. They'd be like, what the hell are you talking about mate? Then they'd eat baked beans. Um, England, England bets hey. more per capita than anybody. They would know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, fine. No, they no, literally okay. have bet 365. Okay, fine. Sorry, sorry. What about, okay, the, is it the Centennial Islands or whatever? Centennial Islands? Sentinel Islands? He's talking about the, he's talking about the, 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 the island where the people haven't made contact with anyone besides their uh, tribe in the entire gotcha. history. I come over there with the DraftKings app. It would, it would change their lives. I probably no, they, yeah, you're right. Are you talking about the diseases. island where they, they shoot you with bows and arrows before you're like within a hundred yards, right? Yeah. Oh, so you're going out there to preach the gospel of DraftKings. Yeah, so that, that one guy that went me, out there tried me... to turn them to Jesus and got killed. I go out there with my phone with the DraftKings. I've got a casino in five weeks. It's <laughs> a good idea, actually. They have, an, they have an MGM just up there next week. <laughs> I'd be a hero. To, to Las Vegas Sands. Maybe give me some stock, RSUs. Uh, okay. Anything else on the Super Bowl? No? Are we going to get a good halftime show? Oh, we, no. we've got the global superstar, Usher, who is just off of his massive... Like, I, I cannot believe the hype. This, this has been pissing me off for like three weeks. There's no hype. The hype... They're they're trying to hype him. Yeah, they're like, trying. They're like, failing. It's like, why why is it always like some former pop star that we get now? You know, old Dr. Dre or whatever. Well, it's a good just, halftime show. You can't hey, do this. No, you do you do it, this it, stuff where you're like, you name something that was actually good. Let's do the bad one that happened recently. It was uh Maroon Five and Travis Scott. Oh, that was awful. That that was awful. Hey, Dre was great. Okay, I didn't forget. No, no, Dre, Dre was great, I, and nobody ever forgot about Dre. Okay, I forgot. But, uh, but yeah, Maroon Five. I thought that one was corny. Oh, come on, it was great. I mean, the the Fifty Cent thing was a little weird, but um, shouldn't have happened. Yeah, Maroon Five, <laughs> Maroon Five was awful. Um, Lady Rihanna Gaga was, was really awesome. Good. Rihanna was amazing. That was a great show. That, I think that's my favorite one in like the last five yeah. years. That was a that was a spectacle. Um. But I don't know. The weekend was some... just weird. Yeah, that was weird. Weekend didn't have anything was... to work with. That was during COVID, so I'm not going to blame him. He's a great performer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is the best singer I think I've ever seen live. He sounds just like he sounds on his album in person. He's got a beautiful voice. You know, okay. It's clear what they were trying to do here. They wanted Taylor Swift. They negotiated with her. She said no. And they ran out of options because it was too late in the too late in the game. That was pretty obvious. I don't think they wanted Usher. I don't think that was the first, second, third, or fourth choice. I thought they wanted Taylor Swift. Couldn't get her. They tried hard, and they moved to Usher because they couldn't find anybody else so quick. And because the Super Bowl halftime show is not what it once was, you have to pay for it. Like, the artist has to pay out of pocket for it. What? Uh, at, least previously, at least previously, I don't think that's changed because the exposure getting from this uh, boosts your album sales, boosts your streams, boosts your ticket sales. So Usher dropped yeah. an album this on friday last friday or it might be coming out this that's friday. what I don't that's know what, what people want to hear yeah nobody new wants usher. to hear new usher yeah he's gonna play all this stuff that'd be hilarious i want you to play yeah <laughs> okay buddy so yeah you had to pay for it and honestly that's why that's why they're struggling to get um i think they're not i don't think they're going to be getting people re really in the future next year it's obviously the obvious one is taylor swift next year if they can get her but i don't know if they can i feel like they'll have to pay taylor swift Show yeah, up. they should. It's way bigger for because it's bigger for them it, than it is for her by far. Yeah. And it's stupid too because if someone has to pay, especially it would make sense back in the day, but with like everything we have nowadays to get access to celebrities and artists, it doesn't make sense for someone like an A-lister to play play the Super Bowl and pay money out of pocket. It makes more sense for someone like Usher to show up who will actually make money from doing this, opposed to like someone like Taylor Swift or like uh, you know, like Drake or someone, 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 someone huge that doesn't need that like exposure. Yeah, I think what they should do is go back to the old bands, and I know that annoyed a lot of people, but just do that because th those artists have those artists already do that. They're, I mean, you know who should maybe next year Billy Joel maybe because honestly, I he think already, no, he already did one. 
fairly recently. He did, didn't he? Yeah. So they can't go back to him. I mean, they should have a when they did like Aerosmith and Britney Spears, then Sync. That one it was like two thousand. Like the big mashup. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, like Nelly, I think it was in it too. Yeah, yeah those are actually those are kind of fun where they just do like yeah five or six different like kind of yeah like people collabs. Yeah, I like those. I don't think Billy Joel did one. I swear he did one. Are you thinking of the boss? I think about Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Bruce did one, but I thought Joel, I thought Joel did too. If he did, it's before nineteen ninety. I could be totally wrong. I I thought it was like last five years, but I must be totally wrong. I don't think he came out. I'm looking. I'm trying to find it if he did. Well, uh, if you have to pay to do it, I guarantee you he didn't do it because he doesn't need it. No, he didn't do it. He's and Bruce Springsteen doesn't need it either. I mean, I can't believe these people are when's, paying to. When's the last time they did like a genre mix up? Mix up because I know it was like Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like there was yeah. a. 2004 was the Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, Justin Timberlake, Jessica Simpson. Oh, that was the that was the nip slip one, wasn't Usher it? Usher has already done. It. Usher did it with the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, that one. Slash was, was there. Oh, the Slash bringing out Slash at any time to just riff a guitar solo is always the coolest thing in the world. Oh, that is badass. Uh, 2012, Madonna would did it with uh Party Rock, and then uh Nicki Minaj, Shiloh Green. Uh, Bruno Mars, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Katy Perry. I that's not they had Lenny Kravitz and Miss, Missy Elliott, but that's not really there. Oh, yeah, Coldplay was... had Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Mark Bronson. Dude, how many of these does Bruno Mars showed up for? Jesus, like I feel like you're listing him in every single one of these. Uh, I think he's on two, two, okay. <laughs> but he did two, two too many. It's two and three years. Okay. I remember yeah, Katy okay. Perry's one, that was a good one. Left Shark. Yeah. Yeah, Katy Perry and Lady Gaga. That was the two Super Bowl, the two Patriot Super Bowls, and those were both amazing, uh, amazing shows. Damn, Tim- Timberlake was terrible in 2018. That was not good, and he's a good performer. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, Usher, we we're all big fans. We cannot wait. You could tell. You could if you're listening, Usher. You could tell the excitement is you know it's smoldering. We are hyped. Cannot so wait. excited. He better play some hits. How about this? I'm not gonna. It's gonna make a bad joke. <laughs> they should have had you two do it again. Yeah, they're right there at the Sphere. They got the residency. I, I, I saw on TikTok. Are they the only band that plays there? That's the only show that is there right now. Okay. Yeah, well, it's just that, and they have like a movie that you can go pay 150 bucks to see. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, it's and a, it was made by Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. I heard oh, it. Like... It's not. It's like people say it's cool, but it's like once you're done, you're like, oh, that really wasn't worth the price, though. Yeah, I don't. When are we getting somebody cool at the Sphere? Because I don't care about Bono. I think there's gonna be a UFC event next year. Yeah, I don't care about Dana White either. Uh I know, but that's I'm just saying things I've heard of. That's the only thing I've heard of. That's gonna like it'll be cool once they could get other people. Like U two is cool. Uh, I just don't know how much I'd be willing to spend to see U two at a. With a giant screen behind him, you can go see him tomorrow. Uh, how much does it cost? Oh my god, the waiting room and shit on this. I'm not fucking looking. You two stay yeah, in there till, seen, till the end of February. Like, it looks like. Yeah, and I doubt the prices will go down because I saw like last time someone did a video on it. It was like, I think they got like okay seats, like still pretty high up, and they were like three hundred bucks. Do you know who's next? So next, Fish is doing four shows. Oh, that'll probably cool. sell. That'll probably sell really well. Honestly. You can get you can get a four day ticket, valid all four days. Cannot split any day. And I'm then not after like... that, then after that in May, Dead and Company is doing a ton of shows there. For, you know, would be cool. They're actually. doing a residency there for like four months. Oh, they should cool. get someone in like um some of those like EDM guys that do like crazy visuals, like not on big screens like that, like Excision. Yeah, he people are like die insane... those shows though. <laughs> yeah, people do insane. He does insane visuals on like a normal screen you can get in a stadium. I can't imagine him being allowed to because he makes all his own stuff. Like to make these crazy like three D stuff like with with that size screen. He That's some someone if you showed them <laughs> that they, they're Not Victorian like child saw that they're going <laughs> they're believing they're in the devil. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, fellas, it's been a great season. Thanks for joining along, Greg. Uh. 
Yeah, absolutely. We might. We might. Tentatively. Now, probably not. But tentatively, we might do a Super Bowl recap. That is if we all win money. If we lose money, we'll catch you next year. Uh, but if we win what money... Are, what, are, what are the uh, What's the line on all three of us making money? What's that at? Well, Steven's not really a gambler. So, I I, I mean, so it's basically you and That's I. And, I haven't bet since week four. <laughs> I think we agree on most of the stuff, Greg. So, I mean, it's either we both make money or we both lose money. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're, not we're, really... we're in it together, brother. All right. But also, but I'll tell you this. I will do a Super Bowl recap episode, regardless of Greg and Steven do it, if the 49ers win. If they lose, you'll catch me <laughs> on my mock draft in April. How about that? <laughs> so, uh, uh, okay. Thank you, boys. And you. we will talk in September, probably. No, we'll talk We'll talk next week and then September. And April for the mock draft. Maybe some NBA in there, too. <laughs>